1: I'm fine, thank you.
0: How are you guys doing?
1: Doing well. This is Dr. Marsha Rosner. She is with the University of Chicago. You did the research on the CBD compound stopping COVID-19. Talk to us about that. I know you're telling people, hey, don't rush off to your dispensary. Clinical trials will come next. But what you have seen so far seems to be promising, right?
0: Absolutely. What we showed is that cannabidiol or CBD which is the non-psychoactive ingredient in cannabis plants, in other words, it will not make you high, that that can block replication of SARS-CoV-2, which is the virus that causes COVID. And we actually have three types of data that show that. The first one is we could show that CBD could stop replication of SARS-CoV-2, that is, producing more viral particles in a, in cells in a dish, and that it can act actually after the virus gets into the cell. So that means that it has potential even for early response treatment. And secondly, we showed in animals, in mice, that if we pretreat the mice with CBD and then we expose the mice to the virus, it actually reduces very significantly the amount of virus that's in the lungs or the nasal passages of the mice. So that actually suggests that CBD can work in mammals such as humans. So, again, that's very promising. And finally, we looked at the medical records of patients who were taking a very special FDA-approved formulation of CBD that is actually prescribed by doctors for children who have epilepsy. Hmm. And some of these kids keep going, and so they'll use it in adulthood. So we wanted to know whether if patients were taking C B D, whether there was a correlation. We can't do cause and effect, but just a correlation between those who were taking C B D and those who, when they showed up for testing for COVID, had a positive or negative test. In order to do that, we had to start with five million patients. Oh my gosh. Because at the end we wanted to look only at patients that were close to what we call on label, the reason why the medication is prescribed And so we ended up with about 1,200 patients, of which half had been taking this special formulation, high dose, and so on, of CBD. And then half were matched by age, sex, and other criteria. And we did see a significant decrease in the incidence of COVID positivity among people who had been taking CBD. Hmm. So if you put it together, you're exactly right. It's very promising, but we have to say we don't know yet if CBD can prevent COVID. But we think that results provide a strong case for conducting a clinical trial, such as those that have been done for vaccines, to determine whether CBD is effective either at preventing or treating COVID as an early response treatment.
1: This is, uh, Dr. Marsha Rosner. She's a Charles B. Huggins professor, Ben May Department for Cancer Research at the University of Chicago. Is that what you were doing originally, uh, using CBD to treat cancer patients or doing research in that? And then you stumbled on this. I mean, heck, COVID stumbled on us. So everybody kind of switched gears. And, right. Yeah. So, so, um, what, so
0: you're exactly right. It was kind of serendipity that we found this result. Um, we, we were actually using CBD in another study. It was related to cancer actually didn't work, but we knew that CBD might have some properties that could potentially affect the virus that causes COVID. And since we were doing a screen for drugs, we decided to try it. And frankly, to our surprise, it worked.
1: And doctor, is there still a stigma around CBD that people carry with them, and that's why you always want to point out this is not what we're talking about. This is not what gets you high. This is used for a variety of things right now. Isn't that correct?
0: It it is, but um, there are two caveats that actually three that I would like to say. Um, the reason why I distinguish it between the compound that gets you high, which is called THC. And that's really the reason why a lot of people smoke marijuana is that we showed that smoking marijuana will absolutely not protect you against COVID. We showed that THC, that ingredient, isn't able to block the replication of the virus. And furthermore, if you combine it with CBD, it actually blocked the ability of CBD to be effective. So no pot for fighting the virus. (laughs) You might choose other reasons. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and so is the next step the step securing more funding to continue this research, or are you well-funded and ready to move forward into clinical trials?
0: Um, we we are, at the moment, working on trying to set up clinical trials. So we're not quite there yet. But the, the other thing, I actually do want to say two more things, Public, because I think the cautions are very important. Um, why am I being cautious about talking about CBD? We do not want anyone to run out to your local dispensary or bakery, or whatever, gummy bears, because what we found was that the drug's only when was really highly pure and in high dose, and most importantly, in a special formulation such as was found in that FDA-approved drug. And the reason is because these compounds are very oily, and if you just take them and they don't get dispersed, they really won't get into your blood, so your cells in your body won't get exposed to them. Instead, they'll get directed to the liver, where they will be broken down, and then you really won't get the benefit. So for all of these reasons, we kind of have to wait and see what is an effective formulation for people. And the last thing that I'd really like to say is that we, even if we are right and um, in our prediction that cbd is effective against COVID, we would say that this is just another tool in the arsenal and we would still advise everyone to get vaccinated to stay asked and to follow other cdc guidelines
1: as a doctor and a researcher it must be um, challenging to always address those issues because as we have seen in the past if somebody mentions Hydro, um, you know, if they mention ivermectin or you know exactly. anything, people run out and try and consume it or get it, uh, dose it themselves and think that it's going to work uh, like they want it to work. And what you're saying is, no, you know, this is being done in a in a research facility, and we've got more work to do. And no, you can't just smoke pot and then think you're not going to get COVID.
0: Absolutely. And even more, we did get samples from commercial sources, even online. And we checked them. Surprisingly to us, some of them are very good, but also some of them are very bad. And in fact, we checked some flavored oils that have less than 0.3% CBD. So if those are effective, that's completely in your head. Um, So we would suggest that it's not just benign also to go and grab something off the shelf to look at this frenzy because you don't even know what's in there. And for extracts from the plants, there are over 100 cannabinoids. And honestly, we don't know what they all do. So this is for the public's protection. As we're saying, please wait. Be patient. It's really frustrating to on us to do our research. But it's important. So the advantage of CBD is it is out there, probably won't be as cheap as aspirin, but certainly more accessible than a lot of the other drugs. But at the same time, it's out there and we need to know exactly what to take and the right way to take it.
1: And how soon do you think that if your research continues on the path that is on right now, that we see a product that might work? Um,
0: That's a little hard for me to predict. I can tell you that. All of this science, the vaccines and what we've been doing is, from the point of view of research going at light speed, we put an initial report of this study out last March. And that was only three months after we made the discovery. So we would hope certainly within the year and hopefully, you know, within months, but we don't know yet.
1: Dr. Marsha Rosner, she is Charles B. Huggins Professor, Ben May Department for Cancer Research at the University of Chicago. There are those that say the heroes are the ones working on the front lines and in the hospitals and the doctors and nurses. And then there's a whole nother contingent of people that are very thankful and consider you heroes who are working in the research uh, departments and labs and coming up with things that hopefully will make our life easier. So thank you for your work.
0: Thank you so much for having me on.
1: Bye-bye.